Hey there, zookeepers. It's your first, second, or possibly third favorite kaiju Hollywood bad boy, Martin Felschman. This episode, we invited special guest Olivia Perry to join us as we get back on track with another Godzilla film, and we discuss the illustrious and often criticized Godzilla 2000. As always, if you like the podcast, please uh, throw us a review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify. We always appreciate it. And uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can email us directly at podzuki at gmail.com or tweet at us at podzuki. We'll read literally anything you send us live on an episode, so go ahead and do that. Intro! Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. Have a ball. Hey there, everybody, and a boo, spooky, rattling chains, all the usual. I, I just ripped off Flophouse exactly. It's terrible. What a terrible start. Oh, my God. Um, Why were chains so month. scary? Like, back in the I don't day. know. Ghosts it, always had chains. I think I think everybody was afraid of biker gangs before they even existed. Like, it was a premonition of things to come. <laughs> um, you know, swinging them around, giving people road rashes. Anyways, uh, uh, welcome to Podzuki. It's the the month of our Lord Satan, and it's almost Halloween time. Uh, I'm one of the Kaiju Hollywood bad boys, Brandon Kirkman. I'm another one of the Hollywood Kaiju bad boys, Luke Evans. Flip. Hey, it's me, your third Hollywood kaiju bad boy, Martin Felschman. And uh, over here, we've got a very special guest. Everyone give it up right now for Olivia Perry. Hi, I am not a Hollywood kaiju bad boy. I don't even know what that means, but I'm happy for all the <laughs> other dudes. It means Thank nothing. <laughs> yeah, it means nothing. Uh, I do want to say it's a non-gendered uh, uh, bad boy. So anybody <laughs> can be a bad boy. Yeah. No matter what walk of life they're in or what what's going on, it's uh, I think it's our our goodwill we do to the the world, and will send us all to heaven one day because of that for our good work. We were, we were talking about hell and God before we started this, so I think that's where we're at mentally. I don't remember but, hell uh, coming into it. Yeah, talking about God. I mean, hell's always. We there. talked about heaven. I'm not really yeah. remembering hell. You got you yeah. got you got have was... Satan there keeping God in check. Yeah, I was there mentally, I guess, just <laughs> sitting around He's, thinking about Satan it. Satan is, like, is like the roadrunner to God's Wiley Coyote. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're like a duo. Uh, That's why yeah, he doesn't uh, fall when he runs off the cliff until he looks down. That's yeah, his fall from grace. Real. <laughs> <laughs> just like Lucifer. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, we're so excited to have you because we're making a return. It's been, I think, almost a year plus since we've done a Godzilla film. Because I think the last one was in June 2020, back in the Fundemic with uh, Jacob Lowry. We talked about Godzilla Final Wars, which was a little bit out of order. So we're going back on track, and we're going back to Godzilla 2000. Yeah, we skipped like five uh, movies. What, what, what are you talking <laughs> about? Yeah, we did Godzilla vs. Kong a few months ago. Okay, oh, that's out of order. Too. Oh, God, I damn, mean, I'm that's so like part of like a different series. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the legendary kind of... Godzilla films. They're, that's different. They're all technically different. We're there talking is, about yeah, a different, different. verse. A different universe. Well, there, yeah, you. So far, you know what? You really embarrassed yourself, Martin. <laughs> well, yeah. So far, at where coming from this movie, this is the third iteration of Godzilla, because you've got the original mm. run, then you've got mm. the '80s run that ended with uh, Godzilla versus Destroya, and then this is the new one where, like, it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the '50s original Godzilla, 
Well, yeah, well, this one, this yeah. one is, but then, like, the next five films are also direct sequels to the first one that don't follow <laughs> the continuity of this movie. So, this, so the next yeah. movie in this series, after this one, is not a sequel to this movie? No, it's a sequel to the first Godzilla, the 1954 Godzilla. Okay, like this one was. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I just realized I have to shut my window because it's raining so you can hear the raindrops. Or do I leave it going and it becomes like a soothing, like, um, ASMR, ASMR episode? I mean, I can't yeah. hear it. Yeah, I think I'll be fine. Uh, or is it called asthma? I believe is that's <laughs> That sounds right to me. Yeah. It, it's, it's the right way to approach it. I think this is an exciting place to be tonight because we're both doing our, our Halloween episode and we're returning to Godzilla. A lot of special things are happening. And I'm so excited to talk about the movie because it's a real stinker. This movie really sucks. I'm just, I'm I mean, just gonna, it, it, before we even get into it, I don't. Even, I wouldn't even say it sucked. It's just boring. It was. That's. I, this is the worst kind of offender in my in my opinion. I know we should wait till reviews or even before we get into it. But I was just thinking about it so much of like there's there's nothing worse than like a, a campy science fiction or horror movie or anything of that sort, any genre really, where it's like offensively bland it doesn't do anything like it's not campy enough to be like a godzilla versus hedora slash smog monster like, this is a very by like... the numbers godzilla movie yeah I... it's like a 2010 marvel film basically that's how bad and offensive it is <laughs> i guess yeah. i want to ask before we keep going olivia do you have any history with godzilla so no i don't i i've never watched a godzilla movie and i actually am so relieved that you guys just said what you said because it took i tried watching it twice and then I did fall asleep and I, I was too. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like really not bringing my A game to this. But now I'm like, oh, I could have not finished <laughs> and I would have yeah, done the I same. Mean, this, is, this is a film where you you do some type of substance. You could get drunk or high or just doinked out of your mind and then hop right on this podcast and you'll be fine. Yeah. And also I thought it was in the 80s. Until I saw the date ninety nine. Oh yeah, this came out after the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. What? The American Godzilla they made in nineteen ninety eight with Matthew oh, Broderick. Okay. The, the uh, Roland Emmerich one. Yeah, holy whole whole man Emmerich is I like to call him. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the whole man. I'm uh, going to make a we, movie we, about the Stonewall riots, but put a white man in in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> We uh we decided that we are going to eventually do the Godzilla 97/98 film uh when it's our very last episode we decided to commit a pack suicide afterwards. <laughs> uh, but not like in a sad way, it'd be like a really funny suicide. Don't worry. Cuz Matthew Broderick's involved. <laughs> like a silly. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're uh, really no, Oh, we should see if we can get him to kill us with a car. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you got Uh-oh, you got to go to Ireland. Uh, yeah, I was going to say in Ireland specifically. <laughs> And he'll yeah. sing Donka Shane during it. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a... What a sad story that Hollywood is in general. It's just not him. It's just not him. Just everything in general. It's all stupid and shitty. And fucking... You got Chalamet is a fucking Willy Wonka now. Nothing makes sense. I should be Nothing Willy Wonka, is, dude. I, we... Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're starting it now. Hashtag Olivia Perry, Willy Wonka. I'd be like, what's up, kids? You want some chocolate? That sounds like him, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, I thought he was in the room. I was like, Gene Wilder's here. Wow. Oh my God. No, Willy Wonka. <laughs> not even Gene Wilder, just Willy Wonka as the person. You're, you're the like, literal li- Willy Wonka, not an like actor the voice, playing the voice. Willy Wonka. 
You're I am well. The voice wrote doll head in his head when he was writing the book. Yeah. Hmm. Roll doll was like, okay, Willie's going to be like, hi guys, welcome to my factory. And then he's going to kill them. <laughs> yeah. He just, he just gets away with child murder just because he's a capitalist. And I think that's absurd. Just because it's in a fun way. Cause he like turns them into candy. Okay. Sorry. We digress. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a lot of digressing because uh, let's, let's just kick off this film. Just a few of the by the number facts. This is a, a runtime of 107 minutes. Uh, we have it directed by uh, Takeo Okawara, uh, which um, he did Godzilla vs. Mothra in 92. So he's had some experience, uh, but also like worked on Kagamusha with uh, Akira Kurosawa. Uh, like, you know, it's... I bet I don't he know never shut up, shuts up about that, too. <laughs> I worked with Akira yeah. Kurosawa. I, Luke, if you, yeah. if you had, would you not? Oh, I talk about it, like, all the time. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm better than him. <laughs> yeah, no, you are. Um, I mean, you didn't make this, Luke. But I, also, I can say you're better than him. <laughs> another wild thing, too, is that it's not just Godzilla vs. Mothra, because I had his name up, and it just said that in his bio, but looking at his actual film list, he also did Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, too, the one from 93, mm. and then also Godzilla vs. Destroyer Yaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah? I don't, I don't know how it's pronounced. Wait, Destroy I'm sorry. Destroy Yaya Des- Sisterhood? <laughs> Destroy yeah, yeah, Sister of the Traveling Pants in 1985. I'm so confused, though. Wait, didn't you say there were only three Godzilla movies, but then there were also other ones? Wait, no, what? there were there were three, like, uh, film series. Reboots. Yeah. There was the original from the 50s through the 70s, mm-hmm. then the 80s to early 90s, and now we're in the 90s ones, the late 90s ones. Oh, I get what you mean. Like, they started, they each They reboot started- the series. Okay, 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 I got yeah, you now. It's, it is very confusing. Okay, because I was like, well, didn't he have one with, like, a moth? Like, um... <laughs> Masura. Also, like, ugh, I just have so much to say about it. About <laughs> the people in Tokyo, like, being a person in Tokyo. We'll get to it. I just, I'm really disappointed <laughs> in Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, you know what, I'm gonna say it now. Godzilla is problematic. A lot of things he's doing. Horrible house guest. Yeah. Just breaks everything. Also, there's like there's like 20 ambulances going through outside. I think right now, which well, I'm just gonna also keep in because it's Godzilla. That's Chicago. As we've said, this movie is a direct sequel to the 1954. I think that's the year it came out. Original Go- Gojira. Gojira. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I was thinking about that when I was like walking to the store earlier today. Like, how lucky was it that like they just named him Gojira because that was like the name of a dude who worked on the movie. Oh. And then it just ended up being where, like, Godzilla sounds like Gojira. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes you believe that there's a god. Yeah. <laughs> Zilla. Power of, like, writing. It makes me believe there's a Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I, we we worship him and we praise him. If we could get everyone to stand real quick, we're going to start real quick with a quick hymn. Yeah. <laughs> just get into it. But we open uh... up with the... <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. we open uh, up with the Godzilla Prediction Network. Yes, uh, the GNN... <laughs> Yeah. As I was calling it. Uh, fake news, let me tell you right off the bat. <laughs> Does not <laughs> exist. GPN's got the liberal mindset in its mind first, and it's going to do what they say. And soon, we're not going to even be able to learn about Godzilla in our textbooks. <laughs> and I, I'm upset. I'm pissed. You know what? I th- I think there's only one God, and his name's Godzilla. And I think we should uh, salute him every day. Mm. There should be a flag, and we have our kids put their hands over their hearts. Yeah. And they should have guns. Yeah. <laughs> That'll <laughs> the keep them part. safe from the other guns. <laughs> yeah. But no, this this isn't a bit. This actually does start off with a thing called the Godzilla Prediction Network, which is like, 
uh, a man, his wife, and his daughter were like working out of. But a not car. his wife. It's just some reporter. Oh, I thought they were just like married. No, no, no. she's <laughs> just trying to get pictures of Godzilla because, like, I don't understand about this because it's a direct sequel to the original. But didn't Godzilla die from the gravity bomb in the first one? I think she has James Jonah Jameson syndrome. She just has to get pictures of Godzilla at her desk by tomorrow. So um, she did, but it's just weird that like Godzilla is still alive. Maybe it's Godzilla's baby. That's that's what I I, I yeah. think it was because that was what happened in the original sequel to Godzilla, right? There was like another one. No, he was like yeah. he ended up like being frozen in ice. I thought that's I guess that's how the movie ends. So either you have a baby Godzilla or you have a, a Steve Rogers Godzilla, basically. Like, Imagine how big that shield one. would be. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing it, winging it around. Oh man, like like the the uh, the oh, what's that place where they housed all the people during Hurricane Katrina? The dome, the the super. Yeah, yeah that could like be his shield. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Okay, I hate that I said all, I hate that I said those sequence of words. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to Podsafety. <laughs> it's America's best podcast. But rem- right next to Pod Save America. <laughs> but remember the little girl they called her suck. an imbecile? Like, that's not something you just, like, call your mom. Oh, no. That's that's something yeah, you call someone who you true. think could potentially be your future mom. They, for the dub for this, the English dub, I just want to say, they gave her, like, an adult lady voice for that little girl. It's really yeah. off-putting to me. She's like, hey, mom. <laughs> I, I wanted to like the daughter because she was like like spunky, but it also had like smacked of that like because the mom clearly wasn't in the picture and she was like being like the parent for her dad and that's like a a real yeah. like gross toxic thing that happens. Yeah. Oh yeah, like when the reporter's like, "Aren't you worried about your daughter?" and he's like, "She's worried about me." I was like, "That's a lot to put on a kid, dude." Yeah, she's like ten yeah. years old. <laughs> Yeah, our main character too. I should say the the father is Yuji uh, Shinodo, and uh, he seems like a pretty cool guy. I'll be honest, he seems like a cool dad. Got a cool truck. Knows a lot about Godzilla. I mean, I mean he's like he's maybe, he's, maybe we should talk to Godzilla instead of shooting. He seems like someone who's cool to hang out with. I wouldn't want to rely on him for anything. Yeah, no, no. One thing I really wish, and I'm jumping out a little bit, that the, the uh, main male protagonist was replaced with uh, the Godzilla. villain. Because the villain yeah. uh, is played by this dude named Hiroshi Abe, who is a babe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real hot dude. Yeah. And he's also, like, played the main character in a bunch of Fist of the North, North Star animes. Oh, yeah. He's got that Makes sense. He's a handsome man. I see it now. Uh, yeah. He's just, he's very good looking. And I, whereas, like, the dad, like, no judgments, but he was kind of an ugly guy. He's, he's, yeah. he's a little schlubby. He's like one of those dogs that are like, oh, he's, he's so I schlubby, mean, he's cute. He just looked like a dad. Instantly what comes to mind, yeah, what comes to mind right away is like just Solidarity. That's what I felt like right away. That's a good That's a good way to describe it. Uh, have you guys seen like, Squid Game? There... Oh, have you it... seen Squid Game? Uh, I've seen the first episode. He like gives off the, like how Gi-Hoon is kind of just this like dopey guy trying to do his best, but kind I don't know, like... That's that's kind of the trope I was getting with. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it's a hundred percent there. Like it's like, yeah, I'm trying to do the best for my daughter, but I'm also kind of silly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a silly guy. <laughs> I'm just a silly guy who happens to be a little too into Godzilla. Like concerning amounts of like on the spectrum for Godzilla, maybe is a way to put it. I don't know. That might not be appropriate. To say. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> 
But there is a Godzilla Spectrum for sure. I mean, it does make me think one like the problem I was having with this being a direct sequel to the original. So Godzilla's not be, been seen in seventy years. No, I, I think it, I yeah. think it was implied that Godzilla just kind of comes around like a natural disaster. I okay. I wrote in my notes. This is the only note I wrote was that Godzilla's <laughs> to Japan like how all these people are like, well, we just live with COVID now. <laughs> oh my God, this is a good thing to consider. Like I was like, did. I was like, is he just is is he just part of Japan's life, and they just keep rebuilding yeah. all this shit? Do you think that when he goes through like southern Japan, when he's down like in like uh, Osaka, and he's stomping over houses, and he like crushes a grandpa, like a guy sees it, he sees his grandpa crushed by Godzilla, and he's like, oh, the government wants you to think it's Godzilla, but it was actually an infrastructure that crushed him. Godzilla's fake. I am not <laughs> getting a vaccine. Don't believe the media. I'm not getting a vaccine for Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is I interesting about like the the original Godzilla series. That kind of is what it is they just learn to live with all these monsters. And, like the military has like yeah. they have like laser weapons that they use, and there's world building in that. Which like, oh my god, is Godzilla the most like best like algorithm or algorithm? <laughs> Why can't an you al- talk? An algorithm? I can't do it tonight, man. It's been a day. Is he like the the analogram? Analogy. <laughs> Uh, is he like the perfect analogy for COVID? There we go. I got there. <laughs> I really do feel that way. That's such a good point. Because he's just destroying everything and everyone's like, I mean, that's just how it is. <laughs> I think that like the next Godzilla movie that like, Japan makes, that could be a very easy angle for them to take. Yeah. I mean, because like Shin Godzilla, the last one they did was like a, a commentary on the failing systems of capitalism and bureaucracy. So it's like you're, you've, you've basically set it up for a home run. At that point, and Shin Godzilla already was like fantastic. Oh, also, there, I was, I was going to say, there's definitely going to be a Godzilla virus. That's you got to wear a mask, or else you're going to breathe it in. You're going to get lizardy, and there are going to be people who are like, "Oh, I can't believe the government's doing this to us." I tell, I got the Godzilla virus because I want to see more Godzilla. <laughs> I got the fever, the Godzilla fever, and I'm dying, baby. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally dying. I need a doctor. Oh, but uh, when was the original Godzilla? 1954. Because I, um, because that is actually when the Japanese military was established after they were, after it was taken away after World War II. Yeah, it was, the movie oh. was definitely like about the atomic bomb too. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Japanese defense force coming into power. It makes sense now. It's all coming together. Yeah, I was like, wait, 1950, because I, I was like, I thought they weren't allowed to have a military and then I read about it and it's, and I'm like, huh, interesting. All kind of <laughs> intertwines. Uh, I didn't even think about that. And we we talked about the film twice. <laughs> Damn. You're uh, welcome. Well, one day we'll go back to it. Thank you. Well, when did you guys talk about it a second time? We, me and Martin recorded a one-off episode, and then I think we got you back to do it again. No, I, I, I've never seen the very first Godzilla. Oh, I just imagined it. <laughs> yeah, you, just imagined, cause you, got, you guys got me on for Raids Again, or Rides Again. Which was the the yeah. crappy sequel, and then you just made me host after that. Uh, we got to go back then, I guess, and do it. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I was actually like, I mean, joking to myself earlier that like, because because you brought me on again and then made me host because like the Godzilla rides again was so bad. Let's make Olivia host now because this movie was so bad. Yeah. You've been trapped. <laughs> oh no! This was all. A, this is why Brandon wanted me on this show so much. Yeah, he's try- I'm just tired. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, that reminds me of... There's a movie like that. Definitely. 
like uh, like the ring it's basically like our version of the ring but for podcasting <laughs> you have like seven episodes to get a new host i was thinking like that it follows that's what i was gonna say yeah. it follows when they like trick when they like trick each other into having sex and then they give them the sexually transmitted demon yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, a true std dude <laughs> yeah i that you know what that movie i still love but that one scene where the old dude's on the roof naked it just what it broke all the immersion for me i don't think that was in the movie no, I'm positive that was in the movie. Or <laughs> it's having a really intense episode. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I also saw it like at a drive-in when it had just come out. Yeah. Ooh, that's got to be. A I fun saw that with Tom that. Wisdom. Oh, hmm? that's got to be a Shout fun way to, to see Tom that. Wisdom. Sounds like you both yeah. saw yeah. saw it follows in the best possible ways. I watched it alone yeah. from a red box. Also good. Oh. I think the best way to see it. <laughs> The best way to see it, I think, would be to have a man who's constantly following you, holding it, like, on a DVD player as he walks towards you. That'd be the best way to watch it. It follows... It following me. <laughs> it follow, it follow me. Oh, man. Well, I, we can definitely goof around a lot because there's, like, there's no plot to this film. I, it's so stupid. I will say Godzilla's... this movie, like, gets to Godzilla pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Yes. I felt like I the, it was the climax, and I, like, looked in... And it was only like 10 minutes into the movie. And I was like, okay, this is going to be an intense film. <laughs> and it just stayed, it kind of coasted. As soon as I saw like the the special effects of like Edsel moving and like the rotoscoping or screening they were trying to do, I don't know what the technique was, but it looked real bad. This was like PlayStation 2 budget graphics they were doing and for I think Pretty much any like Japanese movie from like the 90s to early 2000s looks like this. That's crazy. I would say that, but then, like, we watched those Gamera ones from the late 90s. Those movies looked fucking balling. Okay, yeah, those those did look a lot better. The practical effects they did for that, I think. Because I think they decided to do the opposite of, like, okay, well, we can't really afford good CGI, so let's just make some really good-looking puppets and have them fight each other, so. But see, I... The puppets in this, I didn't think, looked super great. I was watching this thinking it was the, like, 70s or 80s, so I was actually pretty (laughs) impressed. And then, <laughs> like, when they had the, like, missiles going towards him and they did it from, like, behind the missiles and zoomed in, I was like, oh, my gosh, how, like, advanced. And then I saw it was, like, 1999. I was like, wait, what is happening? Yeah, they're definitely utilizing. <laughs> I was instantly upset. Yeah, they're definitely utilizing, like, rear projection stuff that, like, was invented in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know what? You can do that and it can look good if you just put more... Like, I'd say work and effort in the actual practical effects. Because that's, like, I, I think back to, like, 1989 with, like, Godzilla versus Biollante. That movie also is another one that looks fantastic well, when we went well, back and watched it. I also want to say, like, what kind of monitor did you guys all watch the movie on? Because I watched mine. I watched, I just rented it from Amazon because I wanted to watch it on my big TV. Mm. So I watched it, like, in high def 1080p. So, like, I'm sure there's stuff that I noticed that I might not have noticed in the if I'd watch it like on a I watched it on my laptop. Yeah, or on my laptop. I watched it on my laptop while he's drawing pregnant Vegeta holding their son. <laughs> I I watched it on a nice. You gotta follow me on social media if you want to make sense. <laughs> I, I, I watched it <laughs> on a nice little uh, HD monitor, and it it looked like just it's very obvious when CGI is happening and it's just not enjoyable. Like it's not garbage enough to be like bad. It's just, it just looks unclean. Yeah. I watched on my, I watched on my, my MacBook air, my 2021 and it, but it was from a link that Brandon sent me. So yeah, it was not great. Did you guys, archives.org baby. Did you guys get any nostalgia for like those old, like, uh, 
the original like IMAX. Oh yeah, I featured that, very significantly in one scene in the movie. Oh yeah, that was my one like. Yeah. I, that's when I was like, okay, this is not in the nineties, like or the eighties. Like this is like two thousand and. Uh, but I guess it was in the like. When did that come out? Like ninety seven, December eleventh, nineteen ninety nine. So this movie came out. Oh, okay. But it yeah. was, I thought it was weird that they put, like, those original IMAX in the movie because this movie was made by TriStar, or, like, produced by TriStar, and that's a Sony that company. That was the most... And that's that why she the has biggest... the Sony Vio, the reporter. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I had to say, like, anytime I hear that TriStar intro to a movie, that's, like, the biggest nostalgia blast I could experience. Da, 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 it's like... Da, da, yeah. da. How come they get to use Pegasus? Was that in Ghostbusters, I want to say? is That a, is that was that New one? Line Cinema, I think. Oh, man. But that's also a, a, a very, like, 80s, 90s thing that, like, I don't think they're a thing anymore. No, I know. I think they bring them back for certain movies just because they wouldn't have the intro. I think they also the, did you know, the retro. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, that might be it. That was when I watched it yeah. as a kid. But, uh, yeah, uh, I guess we should actually get back to the plot. <laughs> so, yeah, Godzilla's out and about. He's having a fun time. He's crashing. He's things. destroying power sources. Is what he's doing. Yeah. Wait. So that was just him having fun. That was just like another Godzilla. No, I think like... he like he he sensed there was gonna be a new monster because like a lot of these movies they take to like whenever there's like a new monster to gonna claim dominance, Godzilla's got to come and like put them in their place. <laughs> nah, Godzilla heard he's someone talking. Godzilla heard someone talking mad shit, and he needed to put that shit down. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. he's PMSing, like he knows his period's coming, aka another <laughs> monster. So he's like wiling out. He's like, I smell, I like feel it. It's happening. The moon, <laughs> yeah. tides, yeah. crystals, <laughs> Shark Week, oh. Mike Allender, <laughs> Mercury retrograde. Oh no, Pinterest. <laughs> Uh, I like this idea of Godzilla just having like a sassy fun time, like a real. Well, I, I've always had the head cannon that like Godzilla's not like, and this comes from the Matthew Broderick movie, but that Godzilla's like asexual. I mean, that's been in a lot of the other Godzilla films too, because of him like having eggs. Well, yeah, and like or I like say me- them having eggs. Mania from like Son of Godzilla, like we've never seen a female Godzilla. If they do yeah. have genders, so just like <laughs> trust me, when you see one, you'll know. Baby, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I said baby way too much. Are this episode, I guess so. The donkey married one no. in Shrek. <laughs> That's true. A female Godzilla. That's a female Godzilla. So Godzilla is a dragon now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Japan was real lazy actually with their design. <laughs> wait, wait, but Godzilla was made in a lab, though. I mean, the original one, it's not a lab, but it's from, like, the fallout of a bunch of uh, atomic experiments. Yeah, it was, like, mutated because of, like, nuclear experiments. So, so there wouldn't be another Godzilla. There wouldn't be... Yeah, that's... There's only one, and that's why, once again, we gotta teach... Oh my god, you found the first plot hole in these movies I've ever heard anybody talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, I'm sorry, that, that was mean. <laughs> no... It's Luke's beaming. You should beat him up. Oh yeah, you should go to his house and punch him. In my opinion, these movies, right Godzilla face. movies, like aren't good. Like, yeah. you know how like I mean, everybody it, likes there's something they like that they can agree is objectively bad, but they enjoy it. No, I only like quality. <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. But that's that's fair though because they're they're like every once in a while there are exceptionally great Godzilla films. Like yeah. you know you have the original one, of course. Once again, I think Godzilla vs. Biollante is up there for, like, pure camp and just, I'd say, 
a movie so cheesy that it becomes art. You have Godzilla Final Wars or Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Yeah, the later '70s uh, ones I think are really good, like Destroy All Monsters and All Monsters. Oh, Destroy yeah. All Monsters. Really good. Godzilla versus Gigan, Godzilla versus Megalon is a good one. But also, there are really good, just straight up good films that are Godzilla films too, like Shin Godzilla, where anybody could enjoy that. It's it's kind of like this, anime. Which is also from Japan, yeah. where like you have to be willing to accept certain tropes. Like their humor's yeah. so silly. Yeah. Like when he when <laughs> they were asking for the directions and the guy kept hitting the other guy in the head and he's like doink. <laughs> Do you remember that part? And he's like, "Did I tell you to stop work?" And he's like, "No, but." And then he yeah, keeps hitting him. I remember him. that part because he did it five times. And then it literally ends with ding 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 ding, ding and then goes to the next scene. <laughs> boop, boop. It was it's such weird pacing these films in between the scenes to that because like he's going to the lab to to talk to them about like Godzilla and be like don't kill Godzilla and they're like no we're gonna kill him he's like don't do it and they're like well also there's a giant flying meteorite that's been following him around and they're like that's weird and he's like yeah we know it's really weird why did it take so long for that meteor to become a fucking monster <laughs> the last I, the fifteen pacing. minutes of the movie it, uh, before that yeah. it looks like a toy spaceship that you get from like the dollar store it looked like the silver surfer scientists need to study this film for time dilation because it is a 107 minute run if you told me this was a 350 minute film i'd be like yeah that sounds right (laughs) it felt really long and i was like i was giving it its time i was letting it pace itself i knew it was a short run because i could see the fucking timestamp on the bottom but each time I'd look up, it'd feel like it was like 20 minutes and it had only been a minute. Now, I thought the meteor, because when you first see it, they find it in like the Marianas Trench or whatever, like really deep in the ocean. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they use balloons to bring it up because it's like a like seven million old asteroid, which is part of the yeah, course. And like Godzilla balloons. moves, it's like an alien that came down to Earth a long time ago, like Transformers did. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also, why were they just like chilling in a submarine? Is yeah. our government doing that? Are there just people down in submarines just around I mean, Florida? In the Navy, I, there are I, people just down in submarines. I, I hope so. When I pay my taxes, I specifically write on the form, like, this better only be going to submarines. <laughs> if it's not, I will kill you, government. <laughs> I want to know the exact amount, dollar amount, my taxes are being allocated specifically for submarines. I think they'll get a submarine to find that guy, Brian Laundry. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That fucking dude. I'm, dude. If he's alive, that's fucked up. Cause he spent so much time and energy. What a little brother. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Big little brother energy. It is though. Like to be like, I did something wrong. I have to go into the wilderness and never come back, and not even think about the fact that Dog the Bunny ha- Bounty Hunter is now taking the time out of his life. To find you. He's been weaponized. <laughs> this, is a, this is a story I'm not familiar with. I, oh. We'll, explain, we'll hear it later. I don't want to go into it. Yeah, no, we won't. We won't. <laughs> I, 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 just... to say, I do want to go into it. <laughs> I don't even know if I want Dog to find him, because I think it would be poetic, but I don't want to give Dog a win. No, that's just another yeah. example of why we need to defund the police. If I, Dog I the Bounty like Hunter's I, doing I, it. <laughs> you should never judge somebody by how they look or judging a book by its cover. But when you see Dog the Bounty Hunter, your first thought is that dude's got to be a racist. And you're always 100% right. Like, there's no way. Anyway, be a racist, and I bet he smells like Axe body spray all the time. Oh, if you're lucky. <laughs> like, if you're lucky. But yeah, anyway, so this meteorite's coming around. It's zooming around with just terrible, terrible. It follows uh, the sun. Graphics. Oh, yeah. I forgot to. Martin had mentioned that it was a billion yen, right? 
Yes, that was yeah. the, the budget. So I looked I looked up the converter. I mean, I guess this isn't like like going to be accurate for the time period then, but that is over 8 billion uh, US dollars. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Right. That's that's totally not right. No, <laughs> it is. But maybe... like 30,000 <laughs> no, yen right. is a couple hundred dollars. It's like 300 dollars. No. No, uh, Olivia is right. It's eight billion dollars now. <laughs> oh, boy, they like need to look into that budget. Oh yeah, no, the yen is stronger than the U.S. dollar right now. So, <laughs> okay, so that wasn't accurate for that time. You know what? I'm gonna look for it. You guys go ahead. We're going. We're going with it, and I'm gonna be like Japan. You gotta look into that budget. <laughs> you need to see what's going on. <laughs> Oh my god, so one they... yen is worth one dollar. <laughs> oh, everybody go spin, go spin right now. Spin, spin, spin. Uh, buy every PS5 as much as you can. Um, okay, so once again, the meteorite's gaining energy. They're following it. They're also trying to deal with Godzilla. He's stopping through. The military sets up a bunch of mines to try to explode him. It doesn't work because well, they, it's a they, fucking Godzilla film. They have a new weapon that's supposed to cut through Godzilla like crap through a goose. Mm-hmm. Did you guys get that's that some line? Sharp crack, I dude. did. Yeah, that yeah, really stood out. Okay, that's that's what I thought. That cuts I, like a knife. Because I wasn't sure since I watched it on Amazon, and I guess you guys watched the like the free pirated version. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's the same one. Yeah, because I think there's like only one dub of it. Yeah. Did you also get really confused that there were racist dubs than regular ones? Like they made some of the Japanese people sound yes. really racist than the. Then others just sounded like English accents. Like that was really weird. But I'm not saying that wasn't in there, but I didn't notice it. But I but aren't a lot of the dub actors Japanese? So maybe they like had actors with d- differing like accent levels. If that makes sense. We've talked about this yeah. on previous movies where we've done like subs versus dubs. Yeah, but we've never like been able to do deep enough research to figure out if that is what it is. If well, they're Asian what? people like from Asia who have accents, guess what? What we have it for the TriStar uh, version because it's got a United States release in theaters, so they have more information on oh. it. It was mainly a Asian cast that wasn't all Japanese, but like they were either of like Southeast Asian or Asian descent for all the roles for the most part. So, which I guess is good on them. That's that's something, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's I something. mean. They owe it for their colonialism, but there, there were that's there were a couple yeah. Inuits in there too. <laughs> I mean, the, I guess kind of no. That I shouldn't say that. I don't know anything about that culture. What am I doing? <laughs> oh God! Stop, Brandon! Stop! I get, I don't know. I guess that's good. I'm going to say it's good. That's a net positive, at least, right? It's just a bunch of white people. It's still not a good. Oh yeah, one. I think yeah. most dubs though are people of the native language, which I'm learning, except for like cartoons. Oh yeah, it, it, it depends. Like, yeah, how good they want to make the dub but i feel like after like the 2000s that's when like dubs started becoming really better because the girl from spirited away she's the ring girl yeah for the american dub yeah like the yeah 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 i'm looking up how yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) i'm looking up who played the the main uh voice which is he has a very familiar face uh it's francois chow Oh yeah, he's the guy from Lost. Okay, that's how I know this yeah. guy. That's kind of fun. Wait. Man, it's really cool when you do research for a film before you talk about it in a podcast. Let me tell you, buddy. Wait, does anyone know how to like do math? No, <laughs> I. <laughs> no, definitely not. Well, because yeah, in December of 1999, one U.S. dollar was 102 yen. This sounds about right. And I don't know how to 
do that math to convert Wait, what, it. What was the what was the uh, so one was... U.S. dollar um, was like one hundred and two yen. Okay, so that means we just need to so. divide a billion by one hundred two uh, brain. It's it's like ten million dollars. We can do it's it. Like nine nine yeah, and a half million right. dollars. Oh wait, they just have it on the the oh, Wikipedia. God damn it. it just says twelve point nine million. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this, this, this is the best episode we've done. <laughs> One thing to, uh, Martin for getting the answer right though. One I, thing I opened my calculator. I couldn't figure out how to actually do the. Yeah, Martin was really close. One thing about millennials is they be researching. <laughs> well, they really do. We were like, I, well. It was I, like drilled into us. I feel like, yeah, APA style, oh. getting all your citations correct, bibliographies. I still think back to that. I'm like, I get why they had us do it, but also I've never had to do it for any fucking thing outside. <laughs> Wait, you understand why they had us do that? Yeah. What to prepare us for college? Oh yeah. yeah What's but, that to prepare you us for? Write research papers in college, and or if you're one of those assholes who like stays in academia. For your entire life. Oh yeah, I have a friend who's one of those assholes. Yeah, I'm not talking about. I'm even not even. No, I'm like being a teacher. No, I know. I am. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Even though I think like, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's that thing of like it's useful to have, but I feel like we keep getting off the plot. Yeah. And also, we're moving the plot about as quick as we can still because it's so so tiny. Well, so. The, yeah, with the with the ship, it was weird because it was a rock, and then it what, and then it was metal, and then it became an organic being. Yeah, it it, it turned into an Eiffel sixty five music video. <laughs> yeah, it was blue. Dabba dee dabba die. Uh, they refer to it as the organizer G one when they're naming it. And it's spinning around, but it's basically absorbing all of the energy and data as as it goes. The, the weird thing about this is they made. It, about halfway through the movie, it seemed like the plot was going to be that the weird alien spaceship slash being or organism was going to absorb all of its data in the world. So I thought it was going to be like come this super intelligent, all knowing being, but it just it just becomes a big zilla. It just becomes another big monster, and it doesn't do anything. It's uh, I don't even they they must have like had to rewrite the script like two or three times. It doesn't feel like. They had these ideas that were going all over these places, but they never landed. Where well, it, it is like it was one of the reasons why I hate that it didn't become a monster until like the last 10, 15 minutes. Because yeah. this is kind of, this should be a monster like King Ghidorah, where like it's challenging Godzilla for supremacy. Mm. And it's kind of doing that, but it's a, a ugly silver blob for most of the movie. So it doesn't really yeah. have a personality. Well, I was yeah. I was also confused because I was like, does it like Godzilla? Like, I thought it was, like, <laughs> saving him at the beginning. But then also it had, like, eyes and it could see heat. But then, and, like, it had cells in it. It's like and... an incel if Godzilla were a woman. <laughs> yeah. Just like God. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just a hit back to the the humans and what they're up to uh there's the crisis control intelligence that's kind of part of the military headed by katagiri who's the very handsome guy we're talking about yeah and he's like okay well we're gonna get rid of this building the giant organizer g1's on so we can destroy it there's a bunch of people in the building they they excavate them out of there but then it's just our dad yuji gets stuck in the building oh yeah there's a whole wacky tabacky scene where he jumps down well, uh, the elevator shaft. what is the information she's trying to get some kind of information from their computer databases. Yeah, I think she's trying to find what 
temperature steel beams melt at because <laughs> yeah, some uh, kind of conspiracy thing yeah yeah there's something getting they have this plan that's going to be set into place in about a year in america and that they need to stay well, i hate no, the scene because in new york city the file actually <laughs> said burke did it the reporter lady was there getting the data so uh godzilla daddy or whatever the hell his name is and his daughter come to save her Yuji Godzilla Daddy. Yeah, but then like he like sends his daughter and reporter lady away so he can keep doing the same thing the reporter lady was already doing. Yeah. He, and he says like, "Oh, I can do it faster than you." Yeah. Get out of here. Cuz I'm a guy. Cuz like I think so, I would have thought think it thought it would have been cooler and given given reporter lady a bit more character and pathos if she had been the one who was stuck in the building to get the information rather than the dad having to do it for some reason just because he's the man. Luke, it's 1999. You, you think you think a Japanese film can give a woman pathos? Well, then write it to where the dad was the person there already. <laughs> why would they? Why would they do that? They need something for the reporter to do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to be a babysitter. Yeah, and, and I get to report, which is a real big bummer. Wait. Also, going back when she gave the pictures to her boss and he's like oh you got too close to godzilla and his like radiation blurred it like that's that made it seem like it they've been living with this forever does that make yeah. sense it definitely does yeah like they yeah, have like any yeah. picture of godzilla should be like oh my god yeah but and also uh, shouldn't they be concerned about like dangerous levels of radiation entering their body too if he's messing up cameras from like not that close yeah. Oh, yeah, right, I remember that. Yeah, that seems concerning. Okay, well, What, we what, what was up with the hippie guy? In the office? Was, yeah. You kept thinking he was going to be important in some way, but he never was. That was another yeah. reason I thought it was the 80s. He looked like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> he did. But which I mean, one? How, how could you think it was the 80s? You didn't see the very, the very present uh, iMac ads for those sweet, like, clear plastic iMacs? No, that was after, though. That was, like, uh, literally, like, right in the middle. So I'm, like, going along, and I'm, like, slowly realizing the time period. But it was a very slow... Um, but that dude was, he was clearly, like, I think meant to be, like, I don't know if Japan got hippies, really. Or maybe it was like kind of like, we're, like... Like a little like joke. Oh, yeah, we're, like, in the early 2000s, where, like, like tough kids started, like, dressing like greasers, or, like, John Travolta from Greece and shit. <laughs> I, I, so maybe it was something like that. We're, like, oh, like, this, it's... 1990 but we just discovered american hippie stuff or like ugh, every so office has a hippie I, I, I think yeah. it's i think it's kind of indicative of the fashion of that time because he does look like a manga character who would appear in like a late 90s manga oh. yeah, the, the, yeah the token hippie exactly the oh yeah the the toke token hippie yeah no it's like terrible yeah it's a bummer <laughs> I um while we're doing this podcast, I had another tab open, and I just remembered the the Snapple elements. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember from the late '90s of Snapple, rain, earth, sun, and fire came in the really silly bottles. Wait, wait, they had sun and every fire? September. Yeah, that's all I can think about now. I don't know if I can do this podcast anymore. Wait, I, I don't remember those Snapples. I remember Fruitopia. Oh god, that takes. They back. were the response to Fruitopia. They were they were the they were their military campaign against Fruitopia. <laughs> they they both lost in the long run. I remember there was like the Snapple lady, and there was one commercial where like she went to like some isolated tribe, 
And then the Snapple Corporation had to come and find her to get her home. But she decided to leave on her own. And the Snapple, Cor- the Snapple executives were still on the island with the natives. And she said, like, oh, like, oh, like, I don't need you. But then, like, the tri- the chief of the tribe said, like, oh, she says goodbye. And that we can eat you. And that was, like, an awful thing. <laughs> it was treated yeah, as a joke. Yeah, that's the 90s. Well, yeah. That's now with the discussion about, like, Columbus Day versus uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. Cancel she's Snapple. The, she's the one who started the... Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't she Snapple lady's fault. It's whoever wrote that commercial. No, I know. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's uh, that brings me up to the uh, important point of uh, I really want to have a Snapple Fire again because I remember how much I loved it as a kid. Now it's all I can think about. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm looking this up. Yeah, look at look up Snapple Elements. You're, if you, you're going to recognize that bottle, I feel like if you had that experience, Brandon, they they brought back 3D Doritos. I feel like we could make this happen. Oh man, yeah. Do you think if you I did not know this was Snapple? Do you guys remember Clear Root Beer? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> You said that with such emotion. (laughs) You guys remember clear root beer? Oh, man. (laughs) It was post-Crystal Pepsi. Back in the summer (laughs) when I was a boy. What is with the nostalgia drinks? Anyways, so Godzilla and the meteorite. I did. I did have an orbits a little bit ago because, or at least they had like some pop-up bar was doing it again, (laughs) like trying to read. What am I doing? Okay, let's get back to Godzilla. (laughs) It's my fault. So Godzilla finds the UFO on top of the building that's becoming an organism. It absorbed all the data. Did anybody else think about Men in Black when it landed on top yeah. of the building? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was thinking Men in Black, but also Independence Day. It's like a combination of the well, two. Well, yeah, this is a very, like, this is a Japanese movie stealing stuff <laughs> from American movies. <laughs> I was just yeah. more like, what the fuck is going on? Why does it have tentacles all of a sudden? Invisible yeah. tentacles. Yeah, that you can only see through like a heat sensor. And that that would have been cool if they played that up more in the film. Like it's just like slashing things and beating them up with it, but they didn't do anything with it, which is a bummer. All it did was like uh, plug into computers. Uh, yeah, well, it's like so. It's just a USB port, basically. Yeah, it finally somehow manages to get because what it wanted was Godzilla's Wolverine genes. Yeah, Rege- yeah. what's it called? Regenerate. Regenerator G one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like and, I don't know, maybe it sounds cooler in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. It gets a it gets a few of them, but then it starts turning into the monster form finally, which they call Orga. That's a pretty fun name. I like that one. Not bad. Um and it's um it's kind of a cool design, but the more I thought about it, it's just taken a lot of elements from other designs I like because it's like if you mixed a Biolante with a Godzilla with like kind of a space Godzilla. It's the it's the usual amalgamation. It of looks kind of like something hey. from the Super Sentai series. I thought it was a squid. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I took notes. When it yeah. first comes out, the CG makes it look like a worse version of Chaos from Sonic Adventure One. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I just realized that. That's oh, that's upsetting <laughs> to me. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it becomes ge- uh, eventually a giant like monster form, and then Godzilla and them try to fight. It looks kind of like uh, what's what's the monster from uh, Return of the Jedi? A Rancor. Yeah, Rancor. It's got because it's got those like big yeah. like hooked claw hands where it, like walks. I guess kind of like a gorilla or something. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I guess Orga's its its whole big movement is it needs to absorb Godzilla so it become the ultimate supreme being. Godzilla's like I ain't having none of that. 
puts its mouth around Godzilla, and Godzilla just atomic blasts. Oh my into god! It and kills it. How like many people do you think watched that scene when the monster started trying to eat Godzilla, and were like, "This better not awaken anything in me." Oh, <laughs> it, it, it I think awakened everything. Before we started recording, <laughs> yeah. we were talking about how God is just sick and nasty. <laughs> Godzilla's yeah. in a deep throat. Godzilla yeah. loves Vor. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, because I, I was like, wait, what is going on? Why did he walk into the mouth? That's the opposite of what he should have been doing. I mean, it worked. Yeah, he, Godzilla like, he just radiation breath to just blow him up. True. He like waltzed into. He did, it. and it it looks like he's taking a couple of deep inhales when he gets in there too. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, he's smelling it. It looks like he's baby birding. <laughs> 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 Just giving him a little monster slime because I was like, mm, yummy. Um, I don't like this anymore. Okay, well, he blows him up. He blows him up. He falls apart. This is the end of the movie already. What the shit? It's it's such a pointless film. Katagiri is on the roof as they're watching Godzilla come closer and all the other people, Yuji the dad, her, his daughter, and his soon-to-be Yeah, because he, he has to die because he was going to let the building get exploded. While the main character such, was still oh, in there, mm-hmm. it's such a weird scene. It's so bizarre to me because he like stands there. I thought it was going to be like a cool stoic scene. He's like, I just want to see Godzilla closer, and he pulls out a cigarette. I I do like that like, line. Like I've never seen Godzilla this close. Yeah, before. that's yeah. kind of cool. And I thought it was going to be like Godzilla's like going to grab him and chomp him down, but like Godzilla hits the building and then he falls off. But it's yeah, like that he didn't even get crushed by Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Like. Godzilla just yeah. broke it, what the ground that was under him, and he fell to his death. And he was just like, before he fell off, he's like, "No, Godzilla, why don't you devour me?" Please. <laughs> then, I do think in the just... in the dub that I listened to, when he shouted like right before Godzilla put his hand down, like he shouted like Godzilla. Yeah, I think in my version that was like the actual Japanese actor saying it. And mm-hmm. not I think so too. Yeah. That's that's what I was. The sound sound it sounded, sounded, it sounded very diegetic. Yeah. Well, but um, they. Oh, oh, I was just gonna say the funniest part to me was when they were like, "Why does like they're like we are always trying to destroy him? Why does he always like protect us?" And then he's like, "Cause there's a Godzilla inside of all of us." And then they just turn to Godzilla, just crashing buildings, <laughs> setting them on fire. <laughs> that was so, so funny. fucking funny. Cause it's not like it's not like a calm destruction. It's literally it looks like you could just hear Godzilla going, "Fuck you!" Fuck this, fuck <laughs> well, you, it is. There have been this. plenty of Godzilla movies where he's the hero. This is not one yeah. of them. He's, he's still kind I of I mean, he kind here. of is. Inadvertently, really he's expecting... doing it to just, like, assert his dominance, not to protect humanity. Like, he's tried to kill yeah, every human he has seen. I, I think you True. guys mix, missed the text on the screen that was like, Godzilla is now particularly rampaging through the part of Tokyo that is infested with child molesters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he is a hero. <laughs> Call just the subway. Hey, they said God forgot to kill him earlier. Godzilla didn't forget. <laughs> yeah, but I—he's our true hero. I like hate. I hate watching scenes like that because I just think of all the people in their houses. Like they could have easily done this in a field where no one is. Like, why did they have to do this? Just like in the middle of homes. <laughs> like I'd be pissed. Yeah. It's like nighttime. You're asleep. All of a sudden, you hear. Ah! And then like tail comes through your window? No. I work I work during the day. I'm just trying to get sleep and Godzilla has a beef with someone. Like I like, they're not I even like from here. I like that you're more bothered by Godzilla being rude. Yes. Yeah. 
I get it because like another thing I was thinking too is like you gotta you have to have it be more of a serious film for it to work because once again like Shin Godzilla the reason it works so great is because they actually got you to feel like that real dread and fear of like if you were stuck in a city as Godzilla's rampage. Well, that's the, that's the best one of not personifying Godzilla. It's just yeah destruction. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, to to basically, I, we should just get into the reviews right away because we're at the end of the film, and like I thought this was gonna be like a triumphant return. We haven't done a Godzilla film in a hot minute, and it's like okay, hopefully Godzilla two thousand is good. This is one of the few Godzilla films I haven't seen. I've seen most all of them, but I'd never gotten around to this because people said it wasn't that good. And guess what? I'll kick off the reviews right away. I'm gonna give this five Godzilla two thousands out of two thousand Godzillas. Uh, you you're gonna give what? <laughs> I'm giving it five Godzillas out of two thousand Godzillas. Oh, okay. I thought you said I'm giving it two thousand Godzillas out of two thousand. He he forgot to say the part where we do our weird rate. We describe our weird rating systems to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's I'm. No, you know I caught on, but yeah, I just yeah, was like, that's there. a wrong review. If yeah. it's two thousand out of two thousand. <laughs> yeah. But I, I should just say, okay, they give it an honest five out of five rating, and I, I won't be silly. This is a this is a very hard two out of five Godzilla Godzilla rating movies. <laughs> like it's it's just it's so bland and by the numbers, and it doesn't do anything that it becomes almost offensive enough <laughs> to be a lower score, but not quite a one. But also, like, come on, you just you wasted my damn time. <laughs> like it's just like not one not one contribution of like maybe having a cool memorable monster design. Or a few cool scenes that I could take home and enjoy, even in like the more slow ones, like a Godzilla versus Mothra, or maybe like a Godzilla versus like Gigan. Just nothing. It's like it's a it's a real nothing movie, and I'm, I'm upset. I'm pissed. I hate this podcast, and I hate all. Of it. <laughs> uh, Actually, no, except for you, Olivia. Thank oh, you for cool. Thank <laughs> I will have to give it. I'll give it two stars too. Two out of five because like it's bad, but really more just benign than anything else just boring and i don't care i think you could watch it with some like-minded people and you could make jokes that would increase it a little bit in enjoyment oh yeah yeah but just watching by yourself it's boring (laughs) not enough dr dr pepper product placement (laughs) yeah we're real upset about that a real quick one to explain that is in a a few of the films they just have blatant soda advertisements you either got a coke or a pepsi but one of them had a really huge dr pepper machine in the godzilla 1985 it was also the only in the american version (laughs) well yeah they brought raymond burr back just for it and he's like i love dr i mean the dr pepper machine wasn't available like the whole time they they had to block out their time with it very specifically yeah Yeah. i love dr pepper sponsored by dr pepper (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that i think that's a perfect uh segue uh what what would you rate this film out of like a uh five out of five system well so if it was in the 80s i'd give it like a four out of five but then finding out that it wasn't. Um, Very concerning. Yeah. I'd say two and a half because, I mean, the quality wasn't great. Again, thought it was, like, not the time period it was. But it it was kind of, it was silly. It wasn't, there were some silly aspects to it. Like, I, I found myself kind of smirking. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was... I thought it was just like boring to me because I didn't really know the Godzilla franchise, but sounds like it was just boring. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you're you're one hundred. Uh, that's correct. the thing when we bring people 
when we bring people on this podcast and we do some of the mainline Godzilla films, it's always like they seem confused at first when it's a very mediocre movie like this. Like, maybe this is what people want from Godzilla <laughs> films. Maybe this is something I don't understand. I'm like, nah, it's just, it's just a bad movie. <laughs> like, sorry. I wish there was a secret I could reveal that makes it, like, more enjoyable, but nah. You haven't you found the gotta, right you strain. You be used to Godzilla movies. <laughs> yeah. How was um, Godzilla vs. King Kong? Should I watch that? I liked it a lot. That was that was a fun one. Uh, it's, Kong that's one Skull of... Island is better though. Oh, I've seen Yo, that definitely. Oh, yeah, that, that's yeah. that's a good movie. I hate when he fights the dinosaur though. Oh, when he and breaks its jaw. Oh, yeah, when he just like rips it open yeah. like he's trying to open a bag of trail mix. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's that's the way to do it, I guess. <laughs> but see, I like that yeah. better because you. Actually, no. I was going to say, you understand the origin of King Kong, but now I'm thinking about it, I don't know how he got that big. <laughs> he just is that big. I think His he species. found special bananas. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's special bananas in the island. You eat them, they, get, they make you big. Oh, okay. they're, only for, they're only for King Kong. Or he gets drunk off those magic berries. Oh, yeah, sweet, sweet berry song. wine. <laughs> yeah, forget about that. Man, that's taking us back down the red, road. Red, red wine! <laughs> uh, UB4. Oh, I, I, I forgot, I need to jump in with my review. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to give it a solid 800 out of 2,000. I, 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 oh, oh. It's pretty good I, if you think about not, it. <laughs> not, not really. Brandon I, gave it a 5 out of 2,000. No, Brandon gave yeah. it a 2 out of 5. Yeah, I was being confused, and I'm sorry. I get I get a little silly when we get to the <laughs> I I didn't think it was good. I think while I was watching it, I was amazed because I before I watched any Godzilla, this is what I assumed a Godzilla film was. It was just kind of boring and meandering, and the special effects weren't all that good. And it had some some good actors in it, like uh, Katagiri, the bad guy. He's very handsome, and he's fucking hamming it up the whole time. There are enjoyable parts in this. But I think, like, just like with every other Godzilla film we've watched, I'm just like, ah, uh, you can probably trim this down to, like, 20 minutes and have a better time. Yeah. Definitely an episode. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like a, a pilot for a Godzilla series more than a movie. That's what oh, I felt yeah. like. If this were, like, part of a, a Godzilla anthology series and it were, like, 22 minutes long, fucking beautiful. I could recommend it to everyone. There we go. Yeah. This is, you know, the perfect example, we come back to it so often, is once again, that common writer Zeto or Zo. it's like, it was a 50-minute movie of a guy who's a cybernetic bug man that beats up a bat. <laughs> that's yeah. all you needed. It was 50 minutes, <laughs> it's done. Rips. It's like, simple. And this, the practical effects were great. Don't, don't waste our time. We're, we're all very important people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's... Like mechanical Violator, Hikaido was better. Yeah. There's definitely... Oh, God, so good. There's definitely filler in there. Like, especially oh, the fight scene. Yeah. Notorious for filler. Oh, yeah. Anytime yeah. a human's yeah, on screen, know, more or less, is filler. That's a perfect That's a perfect example. If you've made a 107-minute long-running movie and it feels like there's filler, you fucked <laughs> up. Like, you fucked up bad. There's no other way to put it. But, yeah, we're going to... We're going to... We're going to get out of here, and we're going to go to the, the stupid game section. But instead of doing stupid games, it's Halloween. to put a few spooky noises in right after i say that and i wanted to i wanted to see and check in with you all what are some 
what are some of your favorite Halloween memories? What are your, what are some of your favorites? I want to. I was talking about this one earlier. I did this last year, but I'm going to go back to it. Which when I was about like 12 or 13, me and my friends were going out to do trick or treating, and we wanted to be like a bunch of bad boys, but like bad boys in the sense that we all loved playing video games and watching anime. <laughs> um, so we were too afraid to do anything too destructive. So we're like, let's smash a pumpkin. And when we were going around that night getting candy, we decided we were going to smash a pumpkin. But we didn't want to do like a whole one or like a carved one because people put time into it. We'd feel bad. So we like found like one of those smaller pumpkins that are more like a gourd. And like we, we ran off with it and then we, we slammed it to the ground. But it didn't break. And then we like slammed it at least four or five more times. It didn't break. And then we were just like, okay. And we just went home and we played video games. <laughs> that memory is really burned into my brain too, by the way. You, sh- you should tweet I feel that. like it's like an explanation of myself. You should tweet that story to Billy Corrigan. See what he says. <laughs> you suck, Brandon. <laughs> that's not the kind of pumpkins we were talking about. Yeah. But yeah, that's my, that's my Halloween memory. Uh, someone else go before me. Oh, I, I can go. I, I think it was around the time, oh God, it must have been like fourth or maybe third grade. Uh, a, a friend was having a birthday party like around Halloween, so they were like, "Oh, let's just let's just make it Halloween themed." And uh, we ended up uh, there. There was a decision on if we were going to watch like a legit R-rated like scary horror movie, or if we were going to watch Scooby Doo Zombie Island. And uh, I remember being very <laughs> grateful that we eventually landed on Zombie Island, and we watched it, and it was still scary. <laughs> was that the one like the Cartoon Network original movie? Yeah. Where like the ghosts were real that time. Yeah, yeah, it was it was all mm. over. The marketing was so like, but this time the monsters are real. Which no, is that so was scary. Which is so antithetical to Scooby Doo. Yeah, but they made it work. Yeah, I, it, I, I, I watched it. And they're inside you. I remember it being scary at the time. Oh yeah. I was like, damn, no, the monsters are not supposed to be real. What the fuck? <laughs> they're actually in danger. <laughs> Oh my god, they tore off Scooby-Doo's limbs. <laughs> this is, this is this real. Is I, was, I was thinking about it recently, and it's just made me want, like, I want Scooby-Doo and the gang to go to Raccoon City. I want to I want to <laughs> oh, see no. a Scooby-Doo Resident Evil crossover so bad. You know, given what they've been doing with Scooby-Doo, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something that would actually happen. Right? If Scooby-Doo can meet professional wrestlers four times, Scooby-Doo can go to what? Raccoon City. And he met professional wrestlers, like, almost a decade ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and kiss kiss multiple yeah. times and the harlem globetrotters too many right? yes yeah that was that was wild you know i'm just gonna say that they met well, the adams family scooby-doo the harlem globetrotters were also on gilligan's island they really got around back in the 70s they yeah. had their own cartoon called super globetrotters oh i remember that <laughs> that uh yeah i like that show a lot isn't that just regular globetrotters then well i like i don't remember what i can't remember any of their names like they're i assume they might have been based were probably based on real harlem globetrotter players but the one dude with the afro who could pull anything out of it he had like a an nth dimension in there <laughs> oh yeah i remember that guy yeah he should just pull out infinite wish after <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's like, come on, dude. They also yeah. were in the movie Little Nicky. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> oh, let's do Little Nicky. Oh my god, we should do Little Nicky. That's a good. I that's a nostalgic movie. I definitely <laughs> rented that from Blockbuster a few times. I, I, that set me on the right path of life of going to Popeyes. Oh, way too Olivia, <laughs> I love how quickly you did that correction when you were like, oh, "That's a good. Oh, that's a that's a nostalgic movie." <laughs> well, it, it was the first like. Adam Sandler movie that I was like, this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
mean, I get that because, like, if you see the first few of his, you're like, this man is a well. This was like a gold mine. It was also right before Happy Madison, right? Yeah. Well, like he formed that company, and also mm-hmm. like I have a strong belief that Adam Sandler is a chaos magician. <laughs> That's how he's managed oh, yeah. to get the fame and success that he has. It doesn't deserve it. He's just a chaos magician. That makes sense. Yeah. We've had this discussion many times, and I agree with it still to this day. A chaos magician. I have brought it up with you guys before. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, talked about have. this. Okay. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Not no, a bad no, thing. Not bad at all. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just just a fact of life at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, it's true. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to tell my Halloween memories? We yes, would love please. that. Well, I feel like I don't have a specific one, but like my best friend and I were still best friends uh, after like 23 years. Oh, damn. And we would go trick-or-treating every year because we were in the same neighborhood. And we would just like make up awful things about our neighbors we'd be like that woman eats children or like we're like we saw oh, no. we saw limbs in their home or like she would tell me that there were like witches and stuff but also yeah that that's all i remember us just like making up things about people but also when halloween i was a baby seal um <laughs> i wore a shirt that said please don't club me or i'll cry and even though i was 15 i went trick-or-treating and everyone gave me like extra candy because they it made them sad (laughs) (laughs) so were you like the perfect disguise were you like trying to make a point or were you just being ironic making a point but also being pretty ironic like i wanted people to know what i was but like also put a spin on it because like like it's me of course i was gonna do that so (laughs) and people are like oh here's more candy (laughs) You did get more candy, so I think it worked pretty well. I know, like, no one was like, what the fuck, you're, like, 5, 10, and 15, why are you at my door? They gave me the candy. (laughs) I won. (laughs) I really tricked them. It's just like the uncut gems, the Adam Sandler thing. White liberals will give you extra candy if you're making, if you're using a message, you know? (laughs) I have a hard time with Halloween stories, because I don't think I care about Halloween. (laughs) I know we uh, when we started doing this last year was really fun when we had like Jamie Carbone and a few others on. We were like, "Oh, this is a really fun thing," and then we were like all surprised, like, "You're not a Halloween guy." And then I get it because it feels like it's like we're forcing. Well, you I, I told the one story that really resonates with me with Halloween when my dad made me and my brother those awesome Halloween costumes, and I was a, sc- a skeleton, you know, like a normal person, and he was a yin yang man. <laughs> <laughs> We yin-yang. looked it up. It wasn't racist. <laughs> a yin yang man is exactly what you think it is. I, that, well, that's not true. When I think of a yin yang man, I think of something racist. Yeah, what, I guess it was now, just the but like what you would have thought a yin yang man was in 1995. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> like if you said like a cool alien with like a pot leaf on. Look, look up <laughs> our last know. Halloween episode. I think it was our last Halloween episode. The thumbnail is. The photo of me and my brother in those costumes. Oh, yeah. Maximum overdrive. Yeah, it's pretty, it's really... Wait, I looked up yeah. Yin Yang Man and it's just showing me Yin Yangs. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, it's just that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, okay. See, you thought it was something else. Like, we did. <laughs> so we're not crazy. But well, I do want to say uh, my, hopefully, knock on wood, my boss said it was going to happen, but he said he's going to do employee parties in the past and it hasn't happened, but we're supposed to be having a party for the restaurant on Halloween, because it's on a Sunday and one of the days was closed. Mm. So I actually have a 
everything I need to do the Halloween costume I want to do this year. So I used to do that thing where, like, I would have an idea for a costume. Like, oh, it's going to be so cool. And then I just drag my feet and never get anything. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. Yeah. We're saying it now. You got to do well, it. Well, this one, I've already got, like, all I needed was I have a suit. I needed to get an ascot, which I ordered off of Amazon. And I have Moose to do my hair. I'm going to be Buddy Cole from uh, Kid in the Hall. <laughs> oh, you gotta do that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I also kind of want to get like a fake martini glass, but I don't really need that because if there is a party at the restaurant, they're going to serve alcohol, so I can have just whatever in my hand. Hell yeah, yeah, that also works. Well, I have a red jumpsuit, yeah, I think. so I'm like, should I just do Squid Game? <laughs> you just do Squid Games. Well, I was gonna do. I was gonna do the whole original 1971 Common Rider costume because I found a whole way to make the helmet and everything, but then the freaking belt didn't arrive. So I'm just going as a Gizmonic employee from Mystery Science Theater 3000 because I have one of the jumpsuits. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know what any of that you just said, but I'm <laughs> Yeah, thank that you. That is a meme. It's, it's I didn't too make much. that up. But. <laughs> but yeah, I also get it 100%. But yeah, I think that should bring us to, to our good old recommendation and plug. We uh, we had a lot of fun talking uh, Halloween and all right time talking about Zilla. <laughs> we we went on a lot of tangents, Zilla. but I've had fun. Yeah, I had a good time. Yeah. You know what? I think our listeners will too. Yeah. But um, from uh, I'll just kick off recommendation and plugs. And um, I'm going to recommend the original Kamen Rider 1971 just because for the people who aren't familiar with it, it's all free and available online. Just type in Kamen Rider TV show and it's like free and streaming on uh, Shout Factory TV, which is pretty cool. The reason I recommend it is the 90 episode uh, tokusatsu show from the 70s where it's just a guy in a bugman costume punching people. But I recently came across an episode where uh, he hides himself in a uh, Hitler coffin because a bunch of neo-Nazis are trying to dig him up, jumps out of it and kicks him to death. A Hitler coffin or Hitler's coffin? Hitler's, well it's Hitler's gold inside of a coffin with a Nazi symbol on it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But it's like the ultimate way to trick like an evil person. They think they're going to get Hitler's gold, and then you get a cybernetic bug man, and he kicks you to death. I don't, I, I, it's a great episode. To be fair, I don't think that's just a way to trick evil people. I think that's anyone who's looking for Nazi gold. Oh, you're going to take Nazi gold? You're going to go spin Nazi gold? I, you if think I n- find Nazi gold, the most, not the, gold's the, yeah, the most morally right thing I can do with that Nazi gold is buy a PS5. <laughs> Make it not Famously Nazi gold made by anymore. Jewish people. <laughs> it's not Nazi gold the second you spend it. I can't believe it's not Nazi gold. Oh my wow, I can't believe I'm gonna have to. I can't believe I'm gonna have to cancel both of my hosts. <laughs> wow. But yeah, go watch *Kamen Rider* 1971. It's just, it's a really fun, stupid show. I love it so much. Okay. Uh, I got no right, plugs. No, I, I got, I got something. All right, I want to I want to jump in you and recommend what? *Nazi Gold* real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a I'm bitch. Uh, honest recommend. It's not just gold. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I no go uh, go watch uh, *Scooby Doo at Zombie Island*. Uh, that's that's a fun movie. I enjoyed that. I think it's I've seen a surprising amount of uh, animated Scooby Doo movies, and I think it's probably one of the best. And also, uh, wanna... don't don't follow me on social media. <laughs> you should follow him. Follow me, uh, uh, Martin Felsman, and have a good time. I recommend. I recommend uh, the Adventures of Pete and Pete. I watched some episodes of it earlier today. I have, like, they released the first two seasons on DVD, never released the rest of it. I'm sure those DVDs are probably hard to come by, but I think if you go to certain websites, (laughs) you can find them. 
The Adventures of Pete and Pete. It was a 90s Nickelodeon show that was, like, really cool. Oh, yeah. About redheads? About redhead brothers? Yeah, yeah redhead brothers. Yeah. Who were both named Pete. <laughs> but it's also, I was thinking about it when I was taking a shower because I was looking, listening to the soundtrack. If you can't find the show, find the soundtrack because that's super easy to find. It's on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Music from The Adventures of Pete and Pete. It had really good, like, yeah, 90s amazing soundtrack. music. God, we had the best shows when we were growing up. Yeah, it, was kind of, it's, it feels like... The like if the Wonder Years were about whatever was happening when the show was on, yeah, it's kind of that nostalgia for what's going on with back in the nineties, but what was going on right now. Mm-hmm. And it also yeah. said it was yeah. it was it was good, not only okay to be weird, but good to be weird. Yeah, uh, it had a really good message. I don't. I feel like some people should know that they're too weird. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, that's true. I think it kind. Of, there's limits. Yes, yeah, a lot. There's a lot of people who should have imposter syndrome, but oh yeah, hey, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> you, no, you're like, this episode, that, you're that's them. like one of the smartest sentences I've ever. Heard. Oh yeah, no, that's why I'm a bully. <laughs> a lot of people who should have imposter syndrome. <laughs> we all did comedy, and are still doing comedy. And yeah, <laughs> I know that feeling all too well. <laughs> Um, well, I'm going to recommend that you guys watch the first season of Southside on HBO Max, because um, I might be in it. And Ooh, um, wow, awesome. I'd like to plug that the second season is coming out in November, and I also might be in that. Hell it's yeah. a good show. It's, a lot of Chicago, a few Chicago people we know popped up into it, but not even just that. It's just well written. It, if I wasn't part of it, I would still think it's like the best. It's really funny, especially if you live in Chicago or have lived in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. They bring, do they ever mention the 606? Because that's like a thing here. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's really focused on the 606 lately. I don't know why. What's the 606? The bike path. That's the that goes walking... To like, to like yeah, that oh, no, no, no. It's about the south side. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's about the actual south side. The real Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not, not like, you know, Pilsen or whatever. <laughs> Just kidding. Can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play it twice in a row. Four times, actually. Not like you know, Pilsen or whatever. 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 <laughs> yeah, and the last one will have like a reverb. It'll be like <laughs> turn into like a turn into like a dance remix. Yeah. Auto tune it. Not, 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 not Pilsen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I get the time now, we have to see. Um, yeah, who did we get everybody? I yeah, I think it was everyone. I, I yeah, my thing. I didn't plug shit. Yeah, I, think but we, I don't have shit to plug. I think we gotta. I think we gotta do the right thing, which is wish everyone a very happy and spooky Halloween. You can actually see people this year, which is kind of nice, as long as you're vaccinated and being safe. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, but you know, most importantly, I think we're gonna get it right. Are, are, you, are you boys ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. I think. All right, three. To you're gonna one. like the you're way you like fuck. fuck. I guarantee you're gonna like it. the guarantee. way you fuck. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it. Why did we decide this all the way back four or five years ago? I, I don't know. It's not not been that long. I was looking through our, our like original twenty episodes. years ago. I was looking through our original episodes. Trump was president when we started doing this. He'd been president for like almost a year. Ugh, gross. Okay, this is the last episode we're done. <laughs> This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.
the words get stuck in my throat. <laughs>